All right. We are live. What's up, Facebook? What's up, Twitter? What's up, YouTube? Yeah, some new spots now. Here, love you. Right. And new intro. That's pretty sweet. Thanks for putting changes. that together. Yeah, thanks, Richie. That's right. Isn't it David Bowie that wrote the changes? You know that song? No. Dang. Someone back <laughs> Sounds me up. Sounds right. Someone back me up in the chat right now. Back yeah, first chat. We need a fact check immediately. Yeah. David Bowie changes. <clears throat> Trust me. Anyway. Well, welcome to Dadbot Central, uh, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. Uh, we are the boys from Frustration Nation. So that is our podcast. Go check us out every Tuesday and Thursday, everywhere you can get podcasts. Our Twitter is at RealFMPodcast, and our email is frustrationation at shootyourshotsports.com. We still haven't heard from very many people. We'd like to hear from you. So what I'd say you do is right now, if you're watching this video on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube, you go ahead and throw some comments down for us so we can interact now, and then go tweet at us or email us so we can shout you out on the podcast as well. Um yeah, so that, that's that. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. So as a father, you know, we take many risks in life, um, such as do I, when I want to get my rock on, do I turn to Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers or Bachman Turner over, Overdrive? Um, that's kind of a big debate, you know, and what do I want to put in my cassette player uh, that I can go to my my little workbench in and hammer out some two by fours or whatever dads do whatever dads do. <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh, another place you can take risks is in fantasy sports so thrive fantasy is cool because they allow you to select various player props under very different categories for each respective sport each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the o- with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur for example, you could take the over on children, fathered by Philip Rivers, which is a safe bet. Let's just put it that way. Or the under on fathers present in the Kardashian-Jenner family, which is also a very safe bet. Uh, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. So rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Go right now to your app store, Google Play Store, and download the Thrive Fantasy app. Or you can go to their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Use our promo code FNFANTASY when you sign up, and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on top of the first 20 you put down. So sign up and prop up today. I am Furious George, and I'm here with the man in the Michigan hat, but you can just call us Daddy. So come on, sport. Let's go. All right. Let's do it. All right. What do we got up first? Getting everything together here. All right. Well, we always start with our adventures in fatherhood, actually. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and start us with that? So what's going on with you and your family this week? Mm, So many things to think about. And, you know, sometimes sometimes I think I'll probably have some past stories that I'll share. I was actually thinking about one today. This will be a teaser for next week. All right. Let's do it. Okay. That teaser is my past adventure in fatherhood deals with fire. Okay. Inside the house. That's my spoiler, or not my, it's my teaser for next week. So okay. if you want to find out about that story, tune into Dad Bod next week also. This week is a little less exciting. It's more of a proud dad moment than a comedic one. Um, so Evie, my three year old, went to the dentist for the first time today and she was very worried about it the whole time uh she woke up this morning and pretty much the first thing she said was 
like i don't want to go to the dentist <laughs> and we were like it's not until 4 30 like we have a whole day and she kept being paranoid about it the entire day and anyway turns out she went to the dentist with my wife and the report was that she was a rock star she listened of course there's like a pediatric dentist who's Mm -hmm. like i was gonna say made to work with kids but they (laughs) they like specialize in working with kids um kind of like fathers anyway she the the dentist was awesome and evie was like very willing to go lay on the chair after they showed her how it works the motorized feature and she was willing to open her mouth she didn't scream the dentist apparently said that she did great so a proud dad moment for for my adventure in fatherhood i wish i was there to see how she did with it but i also hate going to the dentist so i'm 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 glad she did better than i probably would have so yeah Yeah, what about you tough yeah uh, so there's a couple right now. Uh, I'll go through both quickly. The, uh, firstly, my daughter, Lila, who's like 10 months old. She has, she's been crawling for a while, but she's getting a lot faster as kids do. And, uh, so now she started her new thing and she crawls into the bathroom anytime we leave the door open and we'll start pulling on the toilet paper roll. Uh, so just the other day we went in there and the whole roll is unrolled. It was a brand new roll, like piled waist high in the bathroom. Just everywhere. that's awesome. So yeah, that's fun. She was just um, getting it ready for you. Yeah, especially <laughs> since we're in a toilet paper shortage right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not so much anymore. But yeah, that's yeah our no, most valuable resource. She's just <laughs> she she knew you guys were having Taco Bell that night. She's like, I'm gonna get this bathroom ready get for it, Daddy. <laughs> get it prepped. <laughs> oh jim yeah so thankfully i'm still wearing red but it's the the red wings frustration nation um but my punishment has been served in full and is over um so yeah stay tuned to um the frustration nation podcast and see right now we're i'm losing two nothing in the challenge to so we'll see what my punishment is for lo- that if i don't turn things around <laughs> i love that you just call our game the challenge now the challenge. because you are <laughs> challenged at it apparently <laughs> i feel like i have to give it a more serious name now since i know the <laughs> repercussions for failing so um so, so yeah, lila no more paper problems yeah I- and then my son levi this just tonight actually um my wife was asking about like if we could plan a trip because we just went to the zoo this summer we haven't done a lot uh so wanted to do something else and we talked about going to the shed aquarium so she's mentioned it to my son and now that's all he can talk about it's a good place to catch covid (laughs) that's what i've heard yeah (laughs) yeah i know you have to wear a mask inside uh if anybody who's listening protects you from it yeah (laughs) if anyone (laughs) is uh listening and from chicago and has been to shed recently or whatever yeah drop a comment but we're thinking about doing that fish emoji yeah fish or a dolphin or some (laughs) but now he's his big his big thing is just uh Constantly talking about the aquarium, asking if he can go, listing every single underwater animal he can think of and saying, will I see this? Will I see this? <laughs> so it's funny, but it's just, uh, yeah, now that's all he's going to talk about until we finally go. So maybe this weekend we'll see. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, we w- we took Evie and Hazel to the shed back in, I think it was my spring break. Uh, back in March, like right when the, the the virus hit, but still before they shut everything down, we went, and that was that was really awesome. Other than the fact that Evie spilled like 
on our walk from the car to the shed, Evie spilled like a bunch of apple juice on her pants, and we had no backup. And you were just going into it. It's not like not like you're about to go home. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the whole time, she's wearing wet pants, and it's like, and also. I, I don't know how many of you watching this have given your kid apple juice or how often you drink apple juice, but like old apple juice smells really bad. It also <laughs> smells weirdly close to pee, I feel. And hmm. so then it just smells like she wet herself, even though she didn't. And looks like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and looks like. <laughs> and then also when she's like, hey, can I go on your shoulders? It's like, I really mm. would rather you didn't. Yeah. Ooh, camping. I We want to go That's camping. Um. I, I don't have any camping supplies. So it'd be like, all right, let's yeah. lie under this tree and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good. I'm sure that'd go well. Which is also a very dad thing to do. <laughs> Back in my day, we just brought a sheet and yep. duct tape. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dad things to do and being outside, actually, uh, last night I was visiting a friend and uh, we they're like really cautious about COVID. So we came in uh, through the back door. And anyway, while we were... Uh, on the their back porch like it was a screen in porch i was like hey i think there's a skunk over there just a heads up because like i know you have dogs you have to let out so right just a heads up and instead of being like oh okay cool thanks his response was oh well good there's a bb gun over there and (laughs) i was like oh and yeah so he went and grabbed this uh (laughs) this like handheld pistol bb gun and he goes out there and he like was totally in position and ready to go and then there it wasn't loaded so then he had to come back in <laughs> and load mistake. it yeah i know <laughs> and and he was firing at it and i i had asked him beforehand i was like dude is this gonna make it spray because we're we're in a screened in porch which means there's still a screen which means i'm still gonna get sprayed and he was like i don't know <laughs> let's find out yeah <laughs> so he just started <laughs> shooting and then I was like, I, I was wondering if he was trying to kill it with a BB gun because I feel like a BB gun right. probably could kill a skunk. It's a small enough. Depends rodent, what kind right? of, yeah. Like, anyway, he was like, oh no, yeah, I was just trying to it. scare it. And in my mind, I'm like, isn't that what's going to make it spray? Right. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, those are all some solid dad. Uh, dad stories. Dad stories, dad solutions to problems, camping under a tree. <laughs> shooting bb's at a skunk to get it to leave (laughs) adventures and fatherhood yeah that's right (laughs) but moving on to sports dad shout outs the next segment on our show uh i haven't found anything in the past few weeks about new sports dad so i don't know if i'm yeah there hasn't been much i don't know if i'm just not in the right vein of twitter or i even looked i've been trying to research like new sports dads like something and i just can't find anything so yeah it's kind of a hard weird hard thing to google Maybe it's the kind of thing where when you stumble like across something or you just happen to notice, yeah. it works out really well. But yeah, it's hard to find something when you don't have anything. Maybe we should, maybe we, DadBot Central, maybe we should start like a database of getting, collecting all of the different sports dad announcements that there are. And we can <laughs> provide that service and we could set out, send out like tweets every Sunday or whatever with like, here are all the new sports dad announcements. There's definitely a need in the market. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Yep. Yep. But our sports dad shout out for this week uh, is Lionel Messi's dad. So uh, 
even though there's soccer, a soccer ball in this little uh, kid's wallpaper behind us. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah, we really don't care about soccer. <laughs> so if you like soccer and are watching this, you can go ahead and leave. I'm just kidding. We want you to stay. We don't want you. <laughs> uh, but I, all I'm saying is that if you like soccer, I'm probably going to sound uneducated here for a minute. But from what I understand, Lionel Messi is threatening to leave Barcelona Bar- or Barcelona. To go play, at, yeah, to go play <laughs> at Manchester City, um, and he apparently has agreed in principle to a contract. Like it sounded like almost like threatening Barcelona or like forcing his way out of there. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, huh. the report I was seeing was that basically his dad came to Barcelona to help him. <laughs> so With what I I don't know. Telling Barcelona he's not coming. I, I don't know. The the headline I saw said Lionel Messi agrees to 2.4 million pounds a week Man City contract with Father Jorge in Barcelona for showdown transfer talks. It's so, kind of weird. You're like one of the most influential athletes 33 years in old. the world. <laughs> debated to be one of the best soccer players of all time. And your dad is negotiating your contracts. Yeah. Hey, dad, I yeah coach isn't letting me play (laughs) (laughs) but again i don't know anything about soccer so yeah just kind of weird hey jim no one cares chicago the chicago fire Fire. okay take that comment to some mls podcast or some racket team yeah yeah. (laughs) a professional foosball league the only Chicago fire, the only Chicago fire I'm aware of is when Mrs. O'Leary's cow knocked the lantern over and started the whole city aflame. That was a good one, yeah. The water tower is the only thing to survive. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of true though. Anyway, uh, but th- that's our really our only sports set shout out this week, other than Philip Rivers and Antonio Cromartie. As because, usual. Yep. They're either giving birth or conceiving a baby. I don't think they're giving birth. You know what I mean. They're they're <laughs> Someone is having their baby right now. Yes. Yeah. So probably yeah, probably a woman. <laughs> so <laughs> probably. Just to clarify. <laughs> so anyway. Uh so earlier on uh Man in the Michigan hat, you were showing off your cute little cutoff tank top you have on there. <laughs> you you show that to the camera again? Yeah, it's very yeah, cute. It's That's awesome. Yeah. Nation. I like everything on there except for the Red Wings. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you like the Red Wings or if you like, I'm wearing one of yep. our bl- Blackhawks ones, actually. So Detroit Rivals. sucks. Detroit sucks. <laughs> Original six. Uh, but if you like yeah. Blackhawks or Red Wings or any other sports team really in Chicago or Detroit, you can go find our gear with Frustration Nation on the front at the Shoot Your Shot Sports shop. So shop.shootyourshotsports.com forward slash Frustration Nation. You can find Frustration Nation gear. There was a new drop on Monday. Uh, it says, if you've tuned into our podcast, we say not a sponsor a lot. And there's a new <laughs> not a sponsor shirt uh, with a QR code that if you that works. If you scan that QR code, it leads you to a special place. So... <laughs> You'll have to find. Yep, you'll have a to secret place. You'll have to get a shirt to find out where it leads you. Um, and your hat too. That's the shoot your shot sports, right? 
yeah so not our show but just hat. for shoot your shot sports so the, yeah. yeah the network yeah so, yeah not just our show but the network other shows on the network yep. uh, definitely go to the all. shop and yep. yeah i'm drinking out of the mug there yep. you go yeah yep. so yep. but i also wanted to ask you where did you get you know you're the man in the michigan hat where did you get the michigan hat so this one uh wasn't from our shoot your shot sports but it's from fanatic well, that's good because it's officially branded <laughs> right so yeah this one the official branded michigan hat is from fanatics um so then again if you want to you can kind of find this in the same place if you go to shootyourshotsports.com forward slash frustration nation you can follow that link to the fanatics store um, yep. and there you can find all kinds of gear for whatever team you support or if you're a listener to this show probably detroit and chicago teams uh, and use our code um our code is not there is it <laughs> fn fantasy right no, no, uh, that's, no. The, that's the other sponsor. They're, 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 we don't have a code. You, just, you just follow the, follow link, the right? link and buy you. something through our link. You get a yep. small discount and we get a small share of what you buy. And that's symbiosis. Symbi- and if you don't know what symbiosis, uh, symbiosis, symbiosis, either one. I, I think it is symbiosis. Symbiosis. If you don't know what that is, go ask your biology teacher. Uh, Maybe it's bio it. then, like biology. I think it is symbiosis. Just symbiosis. because it's spelled similarly doesn't mean that it's pronounced similarly. English. Even though I was the one that pronounced it wrong. To start. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Basically, I'm... it just means it helps us. It helps you. Definitely, you should do that. Both parties get yeah benefits out of it. Friends with benefits. Yep. All right. <laughs> moving on to... That's exactly what that term that's means. Exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Moving on to <laughs> our game gab. All right. Well, I don't know about you, Michigan Hat, but for me, I've been super busy and I have honestly been able to watch, unfortunately, very little sports this week. Um, I have the Cubs game on right now that I'm keeping track of. Um, They're, from what I'm seeing, let me update this. They are. I got to go blue shout out. Yeah. I, I believe they're winning three to one against the pirates i hadn't seen the recent scores because they this is the last game of the series against the pirates right so what no, are i don't think so i think they have no. one more game what have they done like the last five games have they been Wait. on a good streak or no this is their last game maybe i don't remember to be honest so here's the deal i'm a teacher for my full-time job i've been so out of the loop because we're only in week two of starting school again and this second week we had like is the first week where we're actually teaching like sort of content the first week is like doing get to know you like setting the standards kind of stuff yep. and that's a pretty low stress week in my book just because it's like usually a lot of lessons are prepared for you but this is the first week where i'm preparing lessons i'm like being very live and teaching i have stuff to grade like i'm full on right now even though i am remotely doing it uh so yep. I've I've just had very little time to watch stuff. I I haven't watched like a second of NBA in a while. So I don't know. Have you watched any NBA lately? We can just highlights of stuff. Yeah. What have I've, you watched lately? Because I, all I know is the Celtics are up 2-0. Yeah. And I'm excited about that because my brother-in-law is a Celtics fan. And so I'm like low-key cheering for the Celtics. The Heat looked really good. Um, which I heard I Butler picked, went off. Is that true? Yeah, I picked them to win that game. He dropped over 40 points. Yeah. Uh, I saw some of the highlights from Nuggets Jazz, which was an amazing series. Mm-hmm. Um, Heat just won. Okay, that game was really close. Wow. So they're up 2 nothing. <laughs> and so you uh, could be looking at a Heat Celtics Eastern Conference Finals, which. Yeah. That sounds interesting. 
Yeah, that's more like a 2010 matchup. Right. <laughs> a couple <laughs> of throwback teams, yeah. But yeah, uh Celtics have looked huh. hot. I haven't watched many of the highlights from their games, but I know they've looked good. So, but no, NBA it's been tough. The NHL I've barely kept up on at all. I just have just checked what the scores are, but uh and NBA all I've really been able to do is watch some highlights. So, okay. um but yeah, Nuggets Jazz was the one I saw the most of. Gotcha. Uh, for me, I've sort of been following NHL kind of a little bit more than NBA. I still haven't watched anything really lately. Um, yeah. But part of the reason I follow it is because I follow Robin Leonard on Twitter because he was the Blackhawks goalie and now he's the Golden Knights goalie. Mm-hmm. And I think they're up. Oh, what was it? I think they're up two to one, I want to say, in their series, the Golden Knights. Let me um, check. I was surprised when the Canucks had a game where they beat the Golden Knights like five to one. And I was surprised by that because the Golden Knights are a really good team. Yeah. I, I really think, and I know they beat the Blackhawks that maybe I'm like leaning this way because they look so good against the Blackhawks, but I don't know. I really think the Golden Knights are a really good contender to go all the way. I think so too. Yeah. They just, uh, complete team speed all over the ice. Yeah. Well, I hope that works out. Yeah, let's hope that that bet on the Golden Knight Golden Knights works out. Yeah, they have they they're one of those teams you can tell are just they're it's not even like they have the flashiest names. Like you think of teams like Edmonton, who the Blackhawks knocked out with Drysaitel and McDavid. Right. You think of teams like Pittsburgh with Crosby and Malkin. Boston, who just got eliminated. Yeah, Boston, yeah. which was surprising. Yeah, Vegas doesn't really have any bit one huge superstar name but they are super deep like which for and for hockey with the rotations and everything i mean it's important in any sport but depth over oh, yeah. star players seems way more important in hockey because yep. <clears> they <throat> seem like they have the ability to score and outskate on all their lines uh, yeah well and i mean how long usually aren't they like two minute shifts right that a players yeah. out there so yep. i mean if there's four lines i mean obviously your f- top two Lions are going to play more minutes than anybody else. That's just the way it is. But right. at points in the game, when you're pacing it out, you're going to have your best players sitting for probably anywhere from two to four minutes, depending Extended on where you're at their rotation. Yeah, right. It's not like and, basketball where you can leave your guy in the last 15 minutes of a game. Oh yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, well, and part of that I think is just with hockey is like the really wait, Jim, tell me about this. What was the distance? Because all I know is that Stanton started the year off with like a 453 foot bomb or something like that. That was yeah, like was the, the first, first home run of the year, season. right? Yeah. yeah. Can we get a fact checker on that? David Bodie's home run. Was that hit tonight? We got to find out about this. What's the longest home run that's been hit like in the last decade? Barry Bonds. I don't know. <laughs> Has there been a 500 foot home run? Oh, there's definitely been a 500 foot home run. Let's see. Longest home run ever. Let's find out. In 1987, Joey Meyer of the Denver Zephyrs. Okay. I want Major League Baseball. (laughs) But wait a minute. What? He hit a home run that was measured at 582 feet. No way. That's garbage. I mean, I've never heard of the Denver Zephyrs. (laughs) Yeah, maybe a lacrosse ball or something. There's no way. E ball. 
Huh. Um, um, let's see. Longest home runs for every MLB team. Oh, no, that's not what I want. MLB history. We're going to find this out, folks. Just hold hold on to your butts. I'm holding it. Yeah, your cigarette um, butts. 455 feet was David Bodie, it looks like. Oh, man. That's was crazy. that today, though? When was this hit? That was said. That was on eight twenty-five. <clears throat> okay, to me, four hundred forty-nine feet. Based on what I'm seeing, the most, the longest, the longest home run that is in the modern era was McGuire mm-hmm. in ninety-eight during the Maris chase. Okay, and he 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 hit one of those four eighty-seven. Okay. Oh wait. Nope, never mind. That was an honorable mention. Wait, let me straight. I'm reading this list totally wrong. <laughs> All right, Babe Ruth, 575 feet. What? <laughs> I don't believe that. I mean, Babe Ruth is kind of a tall tale in and of it's himself. Well, the bats and balls back then, like, they still obviously hit home runs, but I mean, you don't have the bat design and the, like, I just don't think that's possible. Uh, the, I don't believe the that. The second is Mickey Mantle, 565 feet. I don't believe it. Okay. That's either exaggerated or just like it, uh, it's inconclusive. And so, yeah. this, so this is from Bleacher Report. It starts with saying urban legends of Mickey Mantle's power and prowess have run wild. Initial estimates credited him with hitting a fi- 656 foot bomb in college. Okay. <laughs> Six- <laughs> Think about that. That's like stacking two really long home runs on top of each other. Yeah. No, no. Well, or it's like the length of two football fields, right? Six hundred fifty-six yeah. feet. That actually doesn't make it sound so impossible. That doesn't seem. But yeah, I mean, I guess it also might have depended. Like back then, when they didn't have as many fans in the stands, did they mark it by like where the ball rolled to, or like right. where it landed? Because yeah. Yeah, maybe they were like playing on a hill and it went over that and rolled all the way down a mountain and they measured uh, the whole mountain. Yeah, that's. (laughs) I'm sure they were. At a mile and a half. I'm sure like Babe Ruth playing for Boston and New York hit one by a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of mountains in uh, New York. Uh, Here we go. Adam Dunn, 2004, while playing for the Reds, 535 feet. (sighs) Wow. So that's probably, yeah, I'm trying to see. I mean, they probably measured fairly accurately then. In 2016, Giancarlo Stanton hit 504 feet. Okay. And Adam Dunn hit another 504 feet in 2008. That's crazy. That's got to be out of the whole stadium. Because, like, I wonder how they measured that. If it hits, like, all the way up on a wall, if they measure, like, where it would have been. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of maybe estimating that goes into these but yeah i don't know it's what's up, crazy Drew? to me when i see big daddy drew's here yeah awesome he that's what got, i wanted to see got here from his draft oh good good i hope you got you did a fantasy draft just now i hope you got some let's see what'd you say you were ninth who's ph <laughs> uh wait pat holmes oh <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but 
Yeah, so here here on home run talk. That that was cr- I can't believe that. That was a cool side yeah topic, but yeah. Huh. So anyway, we'll about our teams, since we're not talking about NBA and NHL. Since we're talking about Bodie. Yeah, tell us about the Cubs. Oh Bodie, yeah. So the Cubs. So right now they're winning three one against the Pirates. Last night they squeaked out an eight to seven win in extras. Uh they were up six to one and then gave up the lead and let them tie it. And then took the lead in the tenth and let him tie it. Then took the lead in the eleventh and closed it. Oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the Cubs should be beating the Pirates. Yeah, uh, and then they so. blew the Pirates out before that, or was that the last game against the Reds? They won like ten to one or something before that. I right? think that was the Reds because you split with the Reds, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What day is today? Wednesday. Yeah, I think they had Monday off. So okay, this is game two against the Pirates. I think we play tomorrow against the Pirates. Yep. Um. So, yeah, the Red series to me was a little. It was disappointing mainly because in game two of the doubleheader they played on Saturday, the Cubs had a lead and really should. I don't remember the circumstances, but they should have won that game. They were they were in every position to win that game, and they gave it up. I think that was the game that Kimbrell came in and did his thing <laughs> and Kimbrelled. <laughs> yes. And allowed the reds to win. Yeah. Uh, actually that play. Oh, okay. It's all coming back to me now. Kimbrell basically loaded the bases and he allowed them to tie the game, I think. And then he throws a pitch down in the dirt. The batter swings at it. And Wilson Contreras just totally whiffs at blocking that pitch in the dirt <sighs> and the r- winning run scores. That's and awesome. so he- well, I I feel bad for Kimbrel because to be honest with you, if you look at his his games overall, he's actually pitched pretty well in the month of August. His first few outings in July were bad. Mm-hmm. But in August he's pitching pretty well, starting to look more like the Craig Kimbrel of old. And here he goes, I mean, he loaded the bases and that's on him, but then on this batter, he throws just a like a filthy slider down in the dirt. The batter swings at it. And Contreras can't block a fairly routine ball in the dirt that he called for, probably. I'm probably, assuming. yeah, yeah. And that so that's yeah. just frustrating because then you had all the backlash on social media, everybody tearing up Kimbrel, and it's like I, I, I don't love Kimbrel. Like I actually don't know if anybody that's a Cubs fan loves Kimbrel, but I, I'm trying to have an honest assessment, and I was just right. like, dude, he, it was not on him. Yeah. Um, I just hate when people like pile on somebody almost Trubisky to some extent where, yeah, the, maybe they're not great and they've underperformed, but you almost, like you said, when everybody's piling on and saying that Kimbrel or Trubisky or whoever is the worst ever, like, like you said, you want to not defend them, but kind of give a more balanced view, which seems like you're defending them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was that series. And then uh, we have Cubs Cardinals in our notes. That was that five game series from a week ago. Um, that was right before the White Sox series, and that was a rough series, too. Hmm. Uh, it was so strange because a five-game series that was supposed to be three games, but they're trying to make up two games from when the Cardinals had COVID. <sighs> I don't know. It, it was it was a weird series, yeah. and it never felt like the Cubs were playing very well, but the Cubs still won three out of the five, mm-hmm. which obviously you take. And then they lost two out of the three to the White Sox. But that left them from the series even at the, the four and four, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which, which isn't bad getting through a really hot team well like and they never team. looked good they yeah. ne- the cubs never looked good during that stretch which shows even when you're struggling your baseline is probably like 500 even when you're right. playing your worst so yeah. i mean that's that says something you know? uh, well i mean here check this out so our highest offensive productive player is ian happ okay that's mm-hmm. not necessarily surprising but our second most productive player is jason hayward which yeah is much more surprising uh going I mean, into the season you wouldn't have thought yeah. i mean hayward's rookie year he was like an offensive juggernaut and that's what everyone thought he was going to be and then he never has been since then mm-hmm. but it's it's strange to me that all of a sudden he would have figured it out maybe he has i'm a huge jason hayward fan i love him so much um in a romantic way that <laughs> <In> a room. <laughs> yeah. no I, I i love the guy and I'm really happy to see him producing, but here's the fact of the matter. If Hayward and Hap, and I think Schwarber and Bodie are the, like, I think those are your top four offensive producers. Yeah. Do you know what names are missing? Rizzo and Bryant and Contreras and Baez. Literally the four guys that are more your touted as your perennial all-star players are grossly underperforming. And Bryant, it's his contract year, right? Uh, no, he lost that dispute, and so he has one more oh. year. But okay, the well, point... it's a bad time for him to just disappear. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he was injured technically. I don't know. Right. A lot of people accuse him of being soft because he had, like, a wrist injury, and it's like, I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's hey, cute. baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Put that up again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I'll I'll see you in the IVJ, hey? Oh, <laughs> uh, but the uh, it, so really, when you think about it, the Cubs have been and have the best record in the NL Central. Uh, yeah. At one point, they had the best record in baseball with none of your stars performing. Basically, who's that best record now? Dodgers, I think so. The Dodgers okay. only have like 10 losses. Yeah, so if you can get any. Of those four guys producing regularly again, preferably two, three, maybe all four of them, you could all of a sudden be looking at an unstoppable Cubs team. Like if you can, if they can get hot, which September is the month is the time to get hot, especially in like a couple of weeks. If you can go on a hot stretch mm-hmm. going into the playoffs hot, you're going to be in a good place to make a run for sure. Oh. Yeah, it feels like kind of it's a weird season. So it's like when you would normally expect a team to try to get hot for the playoffs, it's a different time. Yeah. But because the Cubs have playoff experience, you would think they would know kind of when to turn it on when they need to. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you're not in danger of slipping out of the playoffs or anything, um, I wouldn't be overly concerned if I were a Cubs fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So tell us, I, I want to switch over to the Tigers because the Tigers... Yeah have been impressive lately from everything I've been seeing. Yeah, they're I think they won 6 in a row. Um they're playing tonight. I keep checking the score. It's 5 to 5 against the Brewers, which is closer than you'd like to see um because the Brewers aren't a great team, but um yeah, yesterday we beat the Brewers 12-1, which is what you would want to do against a bad team if you think that you're at least somewhat a good team, yeah, which apparently the, the Tigers are a good team. Um I would never <laughs> would have I don't want to get carried away but i've i'm kind of to the point where i'm tired of just saying 
I always caveat everything I say about the Tigers with, well, I never expected them to be good. They were bad last year. They're overachieving. Like at a certain point with this being a shortened season, halfway through this season, like at what point do we start to look at them or maybe judge them as a middle of the road team or a yeah. potential eight, like eight seed in the playoff team or something, you know, something like that. Yep. Like I'm, t- I'm got to, for the longest time I've held my view of the Tigers in light of how bad I thought they would be. And um, cause I didn't want to allow myself to get excited over what I thought was, would inevitably fall apart. So then they went on a nine game losing streak and I was like, okay, that's more Tigers. Yeah. They were hot. It was fun, but now they're terrible. But I mean, now they're not, they're a game above 500. If they win tonight, they will be less than a game out from first place in the AL central. Um, wow. So awesome. I think if they win tonight and the Blue Jays lose, they're in the eighth spot right now if the season ended today. So, yeah, um, I mean, you remember when you and Chris Castellani, who we had on for our yeah. base, big baseball preview, uh, remember when you guys were like, we don't really see them. Uh, we yeah. don't really see the Tigers making the playoffs. And not even just like, oh, I don't expect it. Like we both said it wouldn't, it's not going to happen. Right. And you even said, which you were right about this. You said, well, it's a short season. Anything can happen. Um, even though they were a bad team, like who knows? And we both yeah. said that's true in theory, but the Tigers are so bad. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I was wrong <laughs> and maybe they'll still fall off of the fall off a cliff and uh, lose another nine games in a row and kind of take themselves out of it. But as of right now, I'm not going to say they're a contender. Like I don't expect them to win a playoff series or anything like that. But um, I guess I have to adjust my expectations based on what they've shown the first half of the season. So you think they're 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 more pretender than contender? No, I think they're more, I guess it depends what you mean. I think they're a contender to make the playoffs. Um, which I think they're like an average middle of the road team this year, which is way bigger than I better than I thought they would be. So I've kind of adjusted my expectations to now thinking they're an average team that kind of like what the Blackhawks did making the playoffs this, uh, this season, you know, like could be a team that could do something fun in the playoffs and at least isn't a terrible team because the Blackhawks like, they were kind of a middle of the road average team, maybe a little below average. They were, but bad. at least exciting, you know, and made the they playoffs. Were bad. But yeah, it's like <laughs> it. I'd rather be there than be the worst team in baseball. Um, and I thought we'd be there again this year. So I don't know. It's just been weird. We just swept the Twins, which was crazy. Um, the Twins were at the time first place in the AL Central. Uh, so we're they're, the Tigers are doing things that you wouldn't expect a bad Tigers team to be able to do. Yeah. Uh, So maybe it's time for me to stop thinking of them as a bad Tigers team. Um, Maybe we're an okay Tigers team, which is a huge improvement. I mean, yeah, that, I don't know that I I guess I'm excited for you because I think you're starting to see some of the talent, maybe start to pay off a little bit. Yeah, maybe. And it's the young guys. It's all young guys who we've, who've moved up through the farm system, who've been called up uh, guys like, uh, Candelario who we yep. got from the, the Cubs Cubbies, yep. yeah prospects who have come up so it's not like some old guys we've had have been able to carry this team and uh, get, get hot at the right time we're seeing several young guys come up and all put together not just a few solid games but solid stretches yeah. hit really well so uh, that's what you want to see as a team that at one point was rebuilding and now we're building 
like we we have the foundation. We don't have to turn anything over or change anything. We just have to build on what we're already seeing. So the first step of the whole rebuilding process, it looks like it's behind us. And now it's just how long does it take to build into a contender? So I think really within two years, the Tigers will be a strong playoff contender, which is, I mean, you never know for sure, but that's the tra- trajectory it looks like they're on. And uh, sounds it's exciting. Like- sounds like to me they'd be contending right around when the White Sox will be at like the peak of their power. <laughs> yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll be. I mean, hopefully by then Cleveland is not yep. as good. Minnesota might be on Minnesota. The you kind of look at some of their contracts and uh, just the difficulty they would have to keep a contending team. And that helps you. But yeah, the White Sox in two or three years are going to be. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know the age. Like, I know a lot of the Cleveland players are getting older. I know yeah. they're talking about getting rid of uh, Lindor, trading him, which Bieber maybe. Yeah, like they're talking about trading Bieber. Yeah, not um, which I don't around him. Yeah, it's the kind of thing I don't know. Interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean it wouldn't have cap- happened this year, but his trade capital is higher than it may ever be in his career because he's probably going to win the AL Cy Young the way he's yeah. pitching. So speaking of Cy Youngs, you Darvish has yeah. the best <laughs> ERA in the NL. He has. He is like the leader in most statistics for pitching mm-hmm. in the National League. So I know I'm a Cubs fan, but I'd probably pick Darvish at this point to be the leader for your Cy Young for the National yeah. League, which is amazing considering the way his his time with the Cubs started. So yeah, it's I remember that being kind of like Kimbrel, like he was signed, yeah. people were immediately upset, um, and kind of the same thing I think with Kimbrel now. Like the talent is there. So don't give up on a player like that. It can you can still be disappointed at the way it started, uh, but like you said, now we're seeing um, he was too good to be bad for the the rest of his career. Um, yeah. So whether this is just a hot start or this carries through the whole rest of I mean, the season, he's I been mean, he's pitching like through. this. He's been pitching like this since after the All Star break in the 2019 right. season. So you have at this point almost a full season length of quality yep. pitching. Um, I saw some crazy stat where, what was it? He, it was something like in his past. It was something in his past certain amount of games. He had like, I, he had like, I want to say like third. I think it was like thirty strikeouts, only like four or five walks. Which the old Darvish, when he first came to the Cubs, yeah. was like, he had at least as many walks as yeah, strikeouts. like a one to one ratio. Yeah. 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 He's been on fire and uh, that's huge for when you have a team that the offense is struggling Um, the way he's been able to pitch and kind of give him those kind of give you those free wins, not free, but like give you wins that anybody else might not have been able to get you. Like that's what makes a difference when you're trying to figure out struggles from the rest of the team. So um, he's kind of put the team on his back, at least as much as you can for a pitcher who just pitches in a, a rotation. Uh, but those wins he's been able to pick up have been huge. Um, and then the other with regarding things that are on fire, uh, the Jaguars have decided between the Yannick and Gakwe trade yeah. and cutting Leonard Fournette to kind of, I guess, officially blow things up. Um, so wow, yeah. Uh, the biggest news, really, and this is fair. This is breaking as of like when the show started. So like 45 minutes ago to an hour ago um leonard fournette who was cut a couple days ago has been signed by the tampa bay buccaneers 
How mad were you when you saw that? Because I know you were hoping the Cubs might get him. The Cubs? Or <laughs> the Cubs. <laughs> On offense, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I, the Bears, I, I took some time to process it. I I was feeling strongly the Bears should try to get him because you have someone that is had such a good career in college and maybe the change of scenery is all he would need. And Matt Nagy has built such a good um, culture, but mm-hmm. I guess I'm not heartbroken that he's gone because to me, what that would mean is that either they have confidence in the next guy up for the bears since Montgomery's injured, mm-hmm. um, which is Ryan Nall, who everybody's like, like he's one of those guys that people love his work ethic. Was he like um, a practice squad guy? He's been moved up, or he's always guy? been either practice Scott, practice God, no practice, practice squad. Yeah, um, practice God was like Eminem's little brother's song that he came out with. <laughs> Beginning to feel God. like a practice God. Yeah, We're no talking uh, about practice. <laughs> Ryan Nall was always practice squad or like the third string running back slash special teamer that the mm. Bears have had, but everybody likes him. And so he might get the nod week one against the Lions. Um practice got it would be good on a t-shirt. Um would be, but, would be cool, like brand name. Practice God. So it either means that he is that Ryan Nalls may be showing out. They've also been giving Cordero Patterson snaps at running back. Oh, that's Tariq, interesting. Tariq Cohen is not your traditional running back, and neither is Cordero Patterson. So it's like, do you want to go into game one if Monty's if Montgomery's injured with mm-hmm. a non-traditional running back core? So I think that uh it either means that Nall's been showing out or that the injury that Montgomery sustained is not as bad as they thought and that they anticipate him to be fully ready to go for Lions. I mean that'd be ideal that'd be ideal for the bears yeah yeah that'd be i actually made a comment in a sports chat that i'm in that i think the way they're going to handle this the bears is coming up to the week of the lions game which is next week nfl next week anyway um i think that the bears are going to list montgomery as either questionable or doubtful and then definitely play him like if you're trying to do mind games as much as you can, they already said they're not going to announce this who's right. the starting quarterback. Yep. So if Montgomery's injured at this point, you might as well just say he's questionable or doubtful, right? And then definitely start him, even well, if even he's fully if you, healthy, because you could potentially have the Lions prepping, which obviously they already know that that's what's going on with the quarterbacks. They're going to have to prep for both. But you could having them have them prepping for two quarterbacks and multiple running backs. Um, and then, yeah, you think it's going to be, um, yeah, what, whatever, like Cohen and Trubisky, and then instead Foles and Montgomery come out to start the game. It's yeah, um, as, from a coaching standpoint, it makes sense. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, but Leonard Fournette to Tampa, I don't know what to say about it other than I guess I'm kind of amazed. Like this Tampa team. However, yeah, everybody giving Tampa like all this like high praise. To me, this Tampa team is beginning to remind me a lot of the Eagles team from years ago that yeah. I think it was Jonathan Babich, the linebacker, who was like, this is the dream team of the yeah. NFL. Yeah. And they had like those three games at the beginning where they scored like 
something crazy like didn't they score like 120 points yeah in it was like 50 points in multiple games and then they were just terrible after yeah. yeah yeah and yeah it's the kind of thing where oh man uh i'm watching tiger scores too so <laughs> um yeah i don't see it personally i mean i like tom brady a lot i have a lot of respect for him i yeah. like him being a michigan player and i think he is the greatest quarterback of all time but he hasn't had to carry a team in a long time and gronk is i mean he gets a lot of hype for somebody who's been out of the league for, for as long year. as he has and is as old as he is and is his game is Banged based up. on physical play as much as it is yep. and has an injury history i think gronk is going to be a huge letdown um i mean I mean, they still have a good wide receiver core, but yeah. after With Evans and yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I don't see it personally. Um, I, I mean, don't think they'll win the division. I mean, yeah, I think the Saints will still win that division. Um, they might finish behind the Saints and the Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't see Bridgewater leading the Panthers to glory this year. Maybe I'm wrong. I like Bridgewater. But... I like Bridgewater. I feel like potentially. I mean, worst case scenario. The Bucks could be fourth place in the division. I, I would pick them to finish ahead, but I mean, if you've got McCaffrey who's more likely and... to finish fourth, the Bucks or the Patriots? <laughs> the Bucks, I think. I think probably. I agree. It's an probably because but... the Patriots still have to play the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah, just because I think either the Jets or the Dolphins is going to end up being really bad. Yeah, man, it'd be crazy to see a fourth place Patriots team. I know never like never in our lifetime i might kind of answer the question of was it belichick or brady yep that'd be interesting especially we'll if see. brady was good yeah huh. and i think people are gonna, i think people are gonna yep. jump to conclusions with that question early this year but i think even after a full year you're still gonna have to give it probably one more year at least for, yeah. of outcomes to really make that determination really the, it's something you have to reflect on after both of their careers are over to be true, honest so, true yeah yeah hmm. um did you see the Belichick Subway commercial? I did not. No. It sounds creepy. But I did hear that Rob Kraft had a foot long. <laughs> there were definitely feet involved. <laughs> it was a lot of massage parlors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, just really quick, too. I just, I would be so frustrated as a Jaguars fan who was talking about the Patriots. Two years ago, they were up by two scores in the NFC championship oh, game yeah. against the Patriots. And you fall apart in that game and then your franchise just falls apart. Now you're at the point where you're completely rebuilding just two years removed from that. Um, it's crazy. I mean, it sounds weird for a Lions fan to be saying he feels bad for other fans. Yep. Um, but man, I'd be frustrated as a Jaguars fan. Well, do you have that video ready to go of the Belichick commercial? How are we going to get that? We can wait for a little yeah, bit. Well, he said he's queuing it up, so I'm assuming he's getting it. But yeah, so Leonard Fournette to the to the Bucks. Yeah. I don't even who's the is Peyton Barber? Is that the Bucks? Isn't he on the Bucks? Do you know who that is? He's <laughs> gotta be ancient. He's no 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 no, no 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 not he's not a Tiki and he's not a Ronde. He's a different barber. Is he the okay? I was thinking I like Ronde. I know the other guys were yeah. Man, Tiki Barber. Imagine he makes a comeback. <laughs> the Bucks would be an appropriate place if he was going to make a comeback. I mean, Mike Tyson made a comeback. That's true. Mike Tyson or is a making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's going to kill Roy Jones. So, so the only other uh, sports news, and I don't have anything to say about this really, other than that, uh, Tom Seaver passed away. So yeah, I just saw that today. A Hall of Famer pitcher 
Um, I know nothing about him. I just know that he was really good. And yeah, so I mean, Mets mostly, right? Did he I only think play for the Mets? That or? Sounds right. I'm not sure. I like I said, I know virtually nothing about Tom Seaver. Yeah, I just know he's a Hall of Famer. That's right. So, hmm. let's see, Tom Seaver, Hall of Fame pitcher and Mets legend, dies at 75. Hmm. 2020, man. Yep. Mets, Reds, White Sox, Red Sox. So, how much do you think that this 2020 stuff, this might be a rabbit trail, is Uh-oh. like <laughs> it's actually worse than every other year by that much? Or do you think now it's to the point where we just make so many jokes about 2020 that now every little thing seems that much worse? You Ooh. know, like if I want to like, hear anybody who's watching right now, I want to hear what you think. But because I think the big things of COVID, uh, there's like some big things that happen, you know, like the COVID and then the the unrest and like the rioting and all that. Those have been big things that any year would seem like a big deal, but then all the other stuff like Kobe losing Kobe was a big deal, but like the several other smaller things you say that because I, here's the thing. Kobe is a big deal, but at this, okay, we're going to break this very solemn discussion about the sorrowful 2020 to watch a (laughs) bill Belichick subway commercial. (laughs) We'll cut. Yeah, (laughs) go, go. Whoa. Bill Belichick. Really? You're right. I should get a delicious footlong from Subway. That would be better. Yeah. Now you look better, too. Thank you. Good food that's good for you, but good for you. Now get a free footlong when you buy two. Because it's footlong. That's awesome. (laughs) What? Because Bill Belch, because he cuts off his sleeves on his sweatshirt. On the hood, yeah. Okay. Oh, that was creepy though. It, well, do you want to know something? Like the very little bit I know about like film and commercials and stuff, is that <laughs> <laughs> is that the uh, you can tell based on the way that that's shot that they had Bill Belichick. He pro he was like barely ever there because huh. every time they cut behind him and was showing the guy that was pretty clearly a stand-in for bill belichick and so the only time bill belichick was actually there was when they showed him in the front and so i wonder how much they paid him to be on there for like five seconds it's funny too like it's funny because he owns his whole thing of like having no personality because he's so dry and just like um, do you remember on draft day when he had his dog sitting (laughs) in his chair that was hilarious and he had like the old man wallpaper and And he walks away from the computer for like a long stretch of time and leaves the dog sitting there yeah we need to get bill belichick on dad bod central (laughs) i don't know i don't know if he's a dad but if he is i mean he fits the dad persona whether he's a dad or not (laughs) he definitely has some dad wisdom he could share (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> that subway commercial though they should have had him pull out a camera or something like binoculars or something yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> huh. well uh that is yeah 2020 has been rough but i think we should go ahead and do dad jokes that'll help yeah so i'll start um this was probably the first the first time i remember my dad being like kyle here's a joke from my childhood <laughs> this was the first one he told me there's now it's sort of a riddle again, but there's an outhouse on top of a hill. One man is running up the hill. One man is on the hill, 
and one man is running running down the hill. What are their nationalities? <laughs> I did not think I was going to go that direction. <laughs> uh, any thoughts? Say, it. what are they doing again? One up the hill, one, one down the hill. One's up, go, running up, one's running down, and one is on the top of the hill where the outhouse is. I have no idea. <laughs> the one, the one running up the hill is Russian. The okay. one running down the hill is Finnish, and the one on top of the hill is European. Gotti, Gotti. All right, that's good. I hadn't heard that one before. Actually, there you go. Well, actually, my joke is like topically connected to Ooh. yours. So interesting. Why can't you hear? A psychiatrist using the bathroom. Uh, because it's all in your head. I don't know. Hmm. No. <laughs> because the P is silent. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like bathroom related or theme jokes that, are the best yeah. bet best dad jokes yeah i gotta be honest sometimes when we're doing these dad jokes sometimes d's nuts makes me laugh harder than the dad joke does <laughs> i just w- waiting for the joke to be over so we can see the clip. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> he- <laughs> <laughs> yep. oh man anyway well let's talk about your old man um i my story, I've told a lot of stories kind of making fun of my dad. You um, have. <laughs> but here's one that is more my appreciation for him. And that was learning to drive with him um, because this is more, uh, this is not mom central. So I'm going to com- complain about my mom for a second. Uh, my <laughs> mom, whenever you, a lot, this is like a stereotypical mom thing. I feel like when you do, when you're learning to drive and she's always like, my mom would always like clutch like the handle on the overhead or like the the side of the door. Yeah. And every every move like like yeah, freaking Turn left out. here. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um <laughs> my dad, I just remember we lived by this intersection where it was honestly a pretty difficult left turn to get used to at the beginning of driving cuz it was a pretty busy street you're turning left onto. Mm-hmm. Um but I remember, and I remember this specific moment because it was like, to me, one of the most formative moments of my like driving education, I guess. Yeah. I was at the stop sign waiting to turn left and I felt like I saw cars coming in both directions, but I felt like there was enough space for me to go. And I was just like, dad, should I go? And my dad, my mom probably would have been like, no, my dad was just like, I mean, if you feel comfortable, <laughs> I was like, okay. And we so went, went for it. Yeah. And I, I, it was fine. And that like gave me a lot of confidence with driving moving forward. So that's, that's the, cool. that's the kind of parent I want to be when my kids learn to drive, because I want to be more the, the person that's like, allow them to take risks. As long as you're like, their life is not in jeopardy. They're not turning into like a train or something. <laughs> Should I go? If you feel comfortable, trains yeah, twenty <laughs> yeah. feet away. <laughs> no, I yeah, you're right. So yeah. anyway, props to you, Dad. Thank you for letting me be experimental with driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, I feel like that's got to be a 
pretty normal, right? I think it is a stereotype, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's <laughs> your old man's story? So yeah, mine, I just put in general scuba diving with my dad. Mm, yeah. um, so there's like several specific stories. But yeah, we both went and got certified when I was, I think it was in high school. Um, yeah, I would have probably been like a sophomore in, in high school. Uh, so we went and took all the classes. You take in the pool, then you got to go get your certification, uh, go to a lake and like do all these tests and everything. Um, so yeah, that lots of just good memories. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but I guess like one specific thing that stands out from that is being like a younger kid and having to like when you're underwater, you have to take your mask off then put it back on and then like blow the air out of it and all the, like all the stuff you have to learn to do. Yeah. Um, was just like scary when I was younger. I have one specific memory though of we had just started taking the classes, so I didn't have all the equipment yet. So we took a rental wetsuit that I put on and it was way too tight <laughs> and it was old. So the material was kind of cheap. It's made out of this, like, um, I don't know, like a rubbery polyethylene, whatever do you that's have, called, like kind of material. Do you have a picture? Cause some of our, viewers might like to see a picture of shane in a skin tight oh me in it suit. yeah <laughs> i do not know oh, okay <laughs> but yeah it was just like those like rubbery kind of wet suits uh-huh. all yeah if i'm ever in one again i'll take a picture <laughs> but uh yeah so i remember this was way too tight but we had to get it on because it was the rental it was like the only one i could wear and it took me like two hours to get this wetsuit on so you put both feet in you pull it up got to tuck your arms in and i remember having huge blisters on my hands from like pulling on this like Mm. slippery rubbery material um and that was like one of my worst experiences (laughs) is like trying to get this wetsuit on for like two hours we're on a time crunch we're trying to get our like experience in for the day and log our dive and all the stuff you need to do which is difficult to do um and my dad just like he like he wasn't like being a jerk or anything but just like obviously being frustrated that it was taking so long so then i was like more upset and then it was making it even harder you know so like overall scuba diving was a lot of fun but I remember just that being a moment pretty early on where I was just like, I hate scuba. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it's like one memory. I remember, do, you rem- yeah. do you remember what scuba stands for? Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Look at that. Beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, our fit or fat this week. Um, I'm going to go with fat because... Tonight, uh, while my wife was taking my daughter to the dentist, which I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. I was in charge of dinner. And normally when I'm, my wife is making dinner, she knows, like, I guess the healthier alternatives to how to make things. And I was tasked with making chicken parmesan. Nice. And nor so we had zucchini noodles with it, which is healthier, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually she uses, like, either... I think she uses like almond flour or some other combination to bread the chicken in. Um, And we had almond flour and I really didn't want to mess it up. So I just did what I knew and I just used good old bleached white flour and uh, breadcrumbs and Parmesan cheese. Nice. Yeah. So that was a little fat. And then (laughs) even more fat is just the fact that it's Labor Day weekend coming up. Um, Long weekend probably going to go visit my in-laws a few hours away uh when we go there we eat out a lot to be honest so yeah uh, i'm probably going to be eating a lot of not healthy foods over this labor day weekend uh despite 
that I got more into a regular workout schedule this week. I'm going to go throw it all out the window this weekend. <laughs> well, at least you're doing that now to kind of like. Right. That's <laughs> like when people do it. It's like when people do a turkey trot on Thanksgiving morning. Like, right. Oh, I'm exactly. running so that way I can eat as much as I want later. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So for me, I don't have any major fit or fat like other weeks where it was like clearly one or the other. So yeah. I put fit because it's been balanced. Um, but I have been more consistent with taking, um, I have like vitamins I take and supplements and things like that, which to be honest, like a lot of times at work, I just forget to even take it. Cause I've got everything in my office and I'll take it. Uh, well right now I'm not eating lunches most days, uh, mm-hmm. doing like intermittent fasting, but like I'll take it during the oh, afternoon that or something. <laughs> yeah intermittent saw, fasting is the fancy word for being too busy to take a lunch break yeah because i i saw a meme, a meme once that said like our, our uh millennials took skipping breakfast to be to, and turned it into intermittent fasting right <laughs> <laughs> had to like make a scientific name for it yeah um so yeah but either way like i'll forget a lot of times to take it so i have like the fish oil supplements and uh mm. like yeah it's yummy <laughs> and like some fiber lather uh, up in that fish oil <laughs> um what's the so it's fiber but then it's in like a oh si- is it xylem or xylem xylem husk something like that um i'm not yeah, sure there's like different dietary supplements um i'll do like a protein shake creatine like just different stuff like that where half the time i just forget to or i don't feel like taking it um so i'm just trying to be more consistent with that so that's been somewhat fit but yeah i don't know i'm still just kind of in between right now so i do not know what pepperoni chips are unless you just mean like small pepperonis and either way i i want pepperoni now so thanks a lot for that well let's pop some pepperonis in the air fryer for 10 minutes so that must be something he made oh so you just take pepperoni and make them into chips oof that's a game. So it's almost like a pepperoni jerky, kind of. Huh. Just crunchy. Does it taste like pizza Pringles? Because that's Probably like the closest I could think of to like a at pepperoni. Because <laughs> pizza Pringles definitely still taste like potatoey. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a good idea though. But I don't do you have an air fryer or no? Yeah, we do. We love our air fryer. We How actually work. We got one last Christmas, and this summer we actually upgraded to a a bigger size because the one we had gotten was like a more of a more of the size of an appliance you would get that's more like oh this is a fun thing to try but mm-hmm. we liked it so much that we got a bigger size because what happened was my wife whenever she would try to make something she'd have to make multiple batches and now with mm-hmm. our huge our huge one she can just cook it all at once this one also has a spit in it so we could put a whole chicken on there and do a rotisserie chicken in our air fryer mm-hmm. we also have Ooh, that's a good idea that's a great idea like bacon bits we also have in there there's hmm. a basket that goes into the rotisserie so when in this it's just like a, a wire bat a metal wire basket and yeah. basically if you're if you're gonna do french fries you put your french fries you put your potatoes that you've cut up into this basket and you put it on the rotisserie spit and then you turn it on rotate mm-hmm. and it, it's better than a regular air fryer because regular air fryer you have to stop you have to pull out the tray you have to flip over the fries halfway through this one because it's rotating it cooks it evenly throughout the whole cooking process that's cool yeah i uh, highly recommend an air fryer this one we got, so we probably would not have this one except because we got a really nice air fryer because 
it was at a it was a previously opened air fryer that had been returned to Walmart and the box was really badly damaged and it was like huh. 75% off. It was wow. like normally like a maybe not 75%. I don't remember, but it was like yeah. 60 bucks and it was oh. like at least 50 at least half of what it normally would cost. That's cool. And so we we're like and it was Aaron wanted one for her birthday and I was like let's just get this now. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to right. know what it is, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Huh, it's interesting. Well, as we close, um, I just want to thank everybody that did tune in today uh, for listening to this week's DadBot Central. Tune in next week to hear my story about fire in the house that I teased earlier. Uh, please go check out our podcast, Frustration Nation. We're going to go record a little bit right now. Uh, here uh, on the Shoot Your Shot Sports Network is where you can find Frustration Nation podcast. Our Twitter is at RealFNPodcast. Our email is frustrationnation at shootyourshotsports.com. Um, so tweet us, email us, whatever you want to do. We just want to talk to some people. So give us some feedback. Um, but before we go, as always, we leave you with this piece of fatherly advice. Go find your dad, give him a hug, tell him you love him, but don't ever forget. We're the ones that you call daddy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for watching. We'll catch you all next week. Same time, same place.